You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Do you feel welcome? All right. Yes, we're happy to be here together with you to worship the Lord. We're going to go into the Word of God. Why don't we just pray? Stretch your hands to me. Come on, pray. Lord, we just thank you. I thank you. I bless you for the ministry of your Word. Holy Spirit, I receive utterance right now to communicate the oracles of God. Let there be spirit to spirit communication. Let there be impartation. Let there be transformation. Let there be revelation. Oh, my God, I thank you. I thank you, Jesus. Glorify you. I give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Yeah. We're talking this morning on how to crush negative mental assaults. Yes? Negative mental assaults. So, sometimes the enemy, um, he attacks your mind. Oftentimes, if you, if you, if you like to watch wars and you want to, even, even ordinary, like, um, physical combat, like boxing, wrestling. Yes? If you watch, you'll see that before, before the battle, before they get into the ring, they're always talking. Why do you think they talk like that? Huh? They're trying to intimidate the opponent. Yeah. They want to assault the mind. That was one of the, one of the things uh, the great boxer Muhammad Ali was good at. Yeah, he will talk and talk. By the time he finishes talking, you are shaking in your boots. Yeah. So he will talk and talk and talk and talk. And he wasn't that strong. He was skilled, yes. But, you know, when, by the time he finishes talking, you, you will be shaking inside. So that's how the enemy is. He is going to talk and talk to you. He will send some thoughts to you. He will project some thoughts to your mind that will bombard your mind. It's an assault. It's, it's, it's a military strategy of the enemy. So he, he cannot defeat you until he defeats you in your mind. Are you getting my point? So he will do all he can. You cannot fail until you think failure. You can't. You have to think it before you become it. In the same way, you cannot succeed until you think success. Yeah, I remember one of my classmates in high school. I mean, this guy, when we were in school, he was always talking about how he's going to be a billionaire. You know, we used to laugh at him. I mean, we used to laugh. Look at this guy. What, what are you talking about? He doesn't even look like billionaire material. You, you understand? There are some people you look at, you just say, you just know this one is billionaire material. But this guy, he, just, he was just talking, talking, talking. 
Until recently, I saw his name on the list of one of the youngest African billionaires. Huh? Worth $1.3 billion. No, it's dollars we're talking about, not rands. What other currency? Yeah. And I say, but this guy, you should say it. We all laughed at him. Ha. Now he has become what he has been thinking for years. Imagine an, an, an African going to Canada and donating money to the mayor of Toronto. I'm telling you, you know, just, you know, just do this, take care of this. Don't you like that? We think Africa is a begging continent because of some people. But you see, this guy, it started years ago. Your life goes in the direction of your dominant thoughts. So if you keep thinking defeat, you cannot, even by miracle, succeed. Because it's a violation of the order of the universe. And when I say universe, of course, I'm not talking new age now. It's a universal law that is put there by God. Are you getting me? Yeah. So there are certain principles that are neutral. Whether you are a Christian or not, if you apply them, they will work for you. They will work for you. And so the enemy has effectively perfected the strategy of limiting God's people By assaulting their minds with limitation thoughts. Thoughts of limitation. Thoughts of failure. Thoughts that will cripple them. He knows your destiny is great. He has, I mean, he has no doubt about that. He knows that your future is bright because he knows God has already declared it. He knows God has said, I know the thoughts that I think for you. Thoughts of good and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. To bring you to an expected end. He knows that those are God's thoughts for you. Those are God's dominant thoughts for you. As success. And not failure. God's dominant thoughts for you. Are different from the thoughts many of us are accommodating. I'm telling you. If you check your life today, you are a sum total of your thoughts. Yeah. Where you are right now was where you thought yesterday. Are you getting me? Yeah. It's not, it's, listen, God is not a magician. This thing is not a matter of magic. No. There are are principles and there are laws that govern this thing. So you have to start thinking, you have to start thinking abundance in the midst of lack. Okay? Yeah. So when you are in lack, it's not the time to to saturate your mind with lack, thoughts of lack. Saturate your mind with thoughts that will take you out of that situation. 
Yeah. And this is not positive thinking. This is godly thinking. It's not just positive. I mean, of course, positive thinking is good. But this is beyond that. This is a law of God. So, when, when, when Adam and Eve sinned, immediately God introduced a new thought into the earth. Huh? The seed of the woman is going to bruise your head. And you will bruise his heel. It's a new thought. He spoke it. You know, words are spoken thoughts. Right? He thought it. But when you read Revelation, you now see that the lamb was slain before the foundation of the world. How? In his thought. He already had the solution to the fall of man before man was created. And so in heaven, you're moving around, you just see these lambs laying there. It's like, what is this? Lucifer must have looked and said, this, this, this is so messy here. All this mess, this blood flowing here for what? In this perfect place, what is this blood doing here? Unknown to him, that was his Waterloo. Because God had already seen ahead of time that this is what he's going to do and God thought the solution and he put the solution in place before the event. So when Adam sinned, you think God was shocked? No, he wasn't. And that's why even when you make a mistake, it does not surprise him. He has a solution. If you will allow his thought to dominate your life, it will take you out of every pit. Do you understand me? It will take you out of every pit that you found yourself in. I believe strongly that the enemy is scared of us. I mean, to be very honest, I'm not trying to like you know, make us feel good. I believe strongly he's scared of us. Because there are some things we know that he knows. That we know. (laughs) So, he does not like certain thoughts to come into your mind or to settle into your mind. He has his own thoughts that he wants you to have. All right? So, in warfare, one of the strategies of war is that before you go to war, you employ the use of communication. Right? You employ the use of communication to send out messages. They will use every form of media to send out messages, whether it's printed media or electronic media or whatever, they're sending out messages to the camp of the enemy so that the enemy will be scared. It's all part of it. It's interesting. If you go and study uh, um, um, the Second World War, when, when Hitler 
I mean, this guy, he will stand and he will talk for five hours. And people are, hail Hitler. Hail, hail, hail. They are hailing him. Now, wait, when a preaching goes more than an hour, how do you feel? But, but this guy has youths chanting. Do you understand? So he employed the media to work on the psyche of the nation. And by the time he captured their minds, he led them to where he wanted them. Can you see? That's how it works. So Satan, he won't just come to you and say, I'm the devil. I've come to kill you. No, 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 no. He's too smart for that. From a distance. He will fire that thought. Huh? It comes in to your mind. You say, "Mm." that thought, what is that? You ignore it. Before you know it again, it comes. You know when they are bombing, when they shell a place? Before, it's like there is no free moment. The bombs are falling. The bombs are falling. Assault. Hallelujah. The bombs are falling. Until the enemy is weak. Then they now come. So what he does is that he uses thoughts. He uses thoughts to fight us. Hmm? He will use thoughts to fight you. If he wants to oppress you, he will start from your mind. So the thought keeps coming. You know, instead of saying I'm good, he's saying I'm bad. 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 You know, they sing a song about it. Singing. You know, they use music. Come on. I'm bad. I'm bad. They use music. Yes. Yes. Oh, you don't know. You don't realize what's going on. You are enjoying it and you are, you know, I'm bad. I'm bad. You know, those are thoughts. That's an assault. It's an assault. And it gives you the beat. You're dancing to it. Come on. You know, it's an assault. Yeah. Then after some time, because you, you like, I mean, you love music. Come on. I could see you doing worship, praise and worship. Yeah, I saw you moving like that, some of you. Yeah? Gospel only. Okay. All right. Yeah. But if you know how much Satan values music. Oh, my goodness. Why? Because he knows what he can achieve with it. He knows that he can use it for warfare. That's what he uses for, for warfare. So you're singing it. You're enjoying it. You're dancing. You, some of you, you don't even think of what you are singing. It's entering and taking root in you. It's, it's a time bomb. Listen, this is not about religion. I'm telling you. It's not about religion. Religion. 
How many people remember a few years ago, there was one boy in Kruger's dorm that, that went with a, a sword to school and killed some people. You remember that? Do you, do, do you realize that there was a music he was listening to? I don't want to promote any music here. But there was a music he was, he was listening to. You know, he was listening to that and then it was after some time that the spirit of that music took hold of him. It's time to act. So, you see, the way the enemy works is that he projects the thought. Okay? He projects the thought. If the thought comes, if you don't accommodate it, it will go. And then, he will send another one. It comes again. You don't accommodate it, it goes. It comes back again. It keeps coming until you start giving it a second thought. Okay? It comes. Then you give it a second thought. So now, what is that? Fellowship. Come on. Yeah. That's fellowship now. Because now, there are two fellows in the same ship. Yeah. So, so the thoughts of the enemy is intermingling with your thoughts, with your mind, beginning to marinate your mind and massage your mind. Okay? It's part of warfare, I'm telling you. Many things you say, demon, you want to do, climb wherever to get demon. If you don't deal with this one, Ha. You can do all the deliverance you want. If you don't deal with this one, you can't be free. You can't be free. So, it's 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 that's why the enemy loves to use the media. Media is this tool. God also uses media, in case you don't know. He uses media as well. Alright? But Satan has discovered the power of it. And that's why in Ephesians chapter 2, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2, tells us that Satan is the prince of the power of the air. He says, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. Can you see? According to what? The prince of the power of the air. So you worked according to the prince of the power of the air. That's why the media is so hostile towards godly things. You see, so it's there to promote Satan's agenda. And that's why we need to get into the media space and redeem the media. Are you getting me? We need to redeem it for the kingdom of God. Yeah. So he uses it. You walk according to the course of this world. There is a course. Of this world. 
But the person behind it is called the prince of the power of the air. The spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. Can you see that? So he uses the media. He, can, he, will, he, will, use, he will use Hollywood. Huh? And he will use music. He will use the internet. Come on. All of that. Can't you see the garbage that, 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 is, that is all over the internet? Hmm? Somebody you don't know from anywhere just drops you an email and starts trying to communicate with you. They want to connect with you. For what? Yeah. For what? What, what, what do you want? What do you want? Those are satanic assaults. Those are missiles. Disguised missiles. Assaulting your mind. Or trying to assault your mind. And then you just say, oh wow, let me just, you know. Ha! You won't know what hit you. I'm telling you, you won't know. Is the prince of the power of the air. That's the spirit that is working. And it's an assault. He wants your mind. He wants your mind. Because he knows if he can get just as a little space in your mind, he knows he can get your life. He takes over. So, sometimes believers, believers... You know, as a believer, you cannot stop certain thoughts from coming to your mind. Okay? Because don't come to me after the service and say, Pastor, pray for me because, you know, I have uh, this thought that came to my mind. I can't pray such prayer. Yeah. Because you can't pray not to think. Okay? Yeah. So, certain thoughts will come, but just know they are passing. Just keep going. Mind your business. Don't accommodate it. So sometimes some people, because I know some people who are so negatively programmed that I feel so sorry for them. Honestly, I'm praying for God to deliver them. But I know the problem is here. It's in the mind. It's in the mind. So, why? Because Satan, he sends this thought, and this thought comes. If you give it a second thought, it will stay. Can I spend the night, please? Yeah. Oh, that's what happens. So, that thought spends the night with you. You are meditating on it. When you meditate on it, that's what you are doing. You are sleeping with the thought of Satan, right? Yeah. So, when you sleep with his thought, what do you produce? His child. (laughs) 
Yes, that's right. You produce his child, I'm telling you. Yeah. So his thought comes to you and he says, you can never go beyond this point. Nobody in your family has done this before. Huh? No black person has done this before. No woman can do this. Are you getting me now? Nobody in your entire family tree has been able to graduate. In fact, nobody has been able to break this barrier. So accept it. It's your destiny. What is that? It's a thought. If you sleep with that thought, hello, you are going to be pregnant. Yeah? So, I, I, I don't want to be impregnated by Satan's... No, I don't want that. Because, you see, it's the same principle when God sent angel Gabriel to Mary. And Gabriel came with the word, the thought from God. Right? And he said, you are going to conceive. And you are going to bear his son. And she said, how can this be? Being that I know not a man. He says, oh, don't worry, don't worry. The spirit of the Lord. The spirit of the Most High will overshadow you. So there is a spirit that follows a thought. You get my point? Yeah, so when you receive the thought inside you, you now get overshadowed by the spirit of that thought and then you conceive of that thought. Yeah. So Satan saw that ah, God did this and it worked. I can use the same principle. I can use the same principle. So he continues to bombard you until you receive that thought. Continues to assault your mind. How many people know what I'm talking about? Come on. But today is your day of freedom from every satanic assault. Every satanic seed you have received is going to be aborted today in the name of Jesus. Yeah. There is nothing that can happen in your life without a thought. I'm telling you. Yeah. Whether good or bad, it takes a thought. It takes a thought. You cannot kill somebody without thought. Oh, well, it's not premeditated. Okay. <laughs> oh. Out of the abundance of the heart. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 15, Matthew chapter 15, I think it's verse 19. What does it say? Let's see. Come on. He said, okay, for out of the heart proceed what? 
evil thoughts. Who is the who is the source of evil? Satan. Okay? Out of where? The heart. Pro- proceed what? Evil thoughts. And then he tells us what those thoughts are, some of them. Murders. So if anybody commits murder, that means a thought came before they act. Correct? Yeah. Then adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are all products of thoughts. These are seeds of Satan. These are results of fellowship with Satan. These are results of intimacy with Satan. Come on. These are results of sleeping with Satan. But it starts with a thought. Can you imagine that? So that's why he wants your mind. Touch your neighbor and say, he really wants your mind. Satan wants your mind. Are you going to give it to him? Huh? Will you accommodate him for the night? Just one night stand. Uh, one night stand with a wrong thought. Huh? Oh, my goodness. But you know that we do that. And then we are surprised. When we're pregnant. And then we're surprised with the baby. What, what, what is this? What, what, what is this? But you allowed it. Satan cannot force you to do what he wants. He doesn't have the power. Do you understand? It's assault. It's assault. He will assault your mind. Mental assault. Those things are coming. They keep coming. They keep coming. They keep coming. If you don't accommodate it, it's not going to stop. But if you accommodate it, it will kill. So what do you do? You need to know what to do. What are the sum total of your dominant thoughts? Ask yourself, what are the thoughts that fill my mind the most? Take stock. Do a thought audit. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's time for a thought audit. You audit your thoughts. Anything you are thinking, just write it. As it comes, just write it. Just write it. After... After about two, three weeks, get a sum total. Look at it. It will tell you where your life is going. Am I communicating? To tell you where your life is going. So once you've been able to identify your dominant thought, Next thing you need to do is to take action. 
Especially if it's, if it's not thoughts that are going in the direction you want to go. You need to take what? Action. It's not the time to blame anybody. You see, the blame game is actually a thought. It's product of projections. So, you, you know, if, if my parents were like this, then I would have had a better life. Where do you get that from? It's an assault. Are you getting me? Yeah. So, you take stock. Now you've been able to identify. These are the sum total of my thoughts. Okay? The next thing you need to do is to deal with them with the word of God. So, you need to now identify scriptures that counter those thoughts. Because the word of God is God's thoughts as well. God's thoughts are powerful. In Isaiah, he says, as I thought, so shall it be. So when God thinks, it's so powerful that he doesn't even need to say it. It just becomes. (laughs) So when you take his thoughts, you use the thoughts of God to counter those thoughts. Okay? Yeah. For example, your thoughts, maybe you have, and I'm speaking from experience because I've had thoughts that assaulted my mind as a teenager. Suicidal thoughts. All kinds of negative thoughts assaulted my mind to the point I wanted to die. If I died a teenager, I wouldn't have met you. Okay? But those thoughts, when I wake up in the morning, I want to die. I'm angry that I'm awake. I said, God, why didn't you kill me at night? Honestly. I said, why didn't you kill me? Is it by force? I don't want to live. I want to die tonight. I was afraid to kill myself because I didn't want to go to hell. But I kept praying for death. I kept praying for death. Until one day, I mean, I locked myself in my room. Nobody, I, I stopped talking to people. My mom was worried. She couldn't, she couldn't get through. T- Nobody, I just look at them and walk away. They talk, I don't, I don't want to, I, don't, I, I just, something, I, my mind was assaulted. Okay? Was assaulted. So, I'll just, I'll just stay in the room. All day. For days. I just, I refuse to eat. In fact, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want food. I refuse to eat. I wasn't fasting. I wanted to die. Can you see the product of thoughts? So, whatever it is, what kind of thought you allow to settle in you will begin to take hold of your life. So that thing began, it took hold of my life and got to a point that the pastor, he got a prophetic word. One of the ladies in church was a prophetess, gave him a prophetic word, and they typed that prophecy. 
Now, I did not tell any human being what I was doing. So they just, see, they just saw that I was acting strange. So they didn't know why, and I didn't tell anybody. But that prophetic word says, tell Eric to stop what he's doing. His mother has lost a baby. She cannot lose another one. She cannot handle losing another one. My youngest sister had, had passed on at the age of five. So now I'm, I'm at this stage trying to die. And God saw that it would affect my mom to a point where she won't be able to handle it. So he sent this prophetic word. So the, the, the pastor calls my mom and says, look at this prophetic word that came for your son. What exactly is going on? She says, I don't know. He doesn't talk to anybody. He locks himself in the room. He doesn't want to see anybody. And we can't figure out what is going on with him. Mental assault. So what happens? He says to her, can you go and talk to him? She, she says, I can't talk to him. He is not listening. He is locked up in the room. He won't even listen. He said, okay, try, try, tell him I'm calling. I want to see him. So they told me the pastor wants to see me. There was still a little fear of God in me. <laughs> yeah, you know, the Bible says the fear of God uh, is to depart from evil. Yeah. So, there was still a bit of fear of God in me, despite all of that. So, when they say, pastor is calling for you. Oh. Okay, let me just go. So, I went to the pastor, and he says, my son, what's going on? I'm just looking at him. Tell me what's going on. And I said, nothing. <laughs> it's a teenage answer. <laughs> then he shows me the, 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 the prophetic word. And I read it. And when I read it, I just knew. This had to be God. Because no human being knew what was going on inside me. So he says to me, you must stop it, please. Whatever it is, stop it. Do you want your mom to die? Do you want this? And when he started saying that, I thought, no, I mean, I can't do this. And I changed my mind. And I said, God, okay, I'm going to live. But let's strike a deal. Yeah. I'm going to live for you, not for me. That's it. Just another thought was introduced into my mind. And it just neutralized that one. And changed the course of my life. Can you see? So thoughts are powerful. They can determine the direction of your life. And that's why Satan loves to have your mind. He will do anything to get a piece of it. 
But when he succeeds in getting a piece of it, he takes over. He takes over. There cannot be divorce without a thought. Are you following me? There cannot be divorce. Can you hate somebody without a thought? Try to hate somebody without a thought. It's not possible. A thought has to come to your mind to cause you to hate. Just like you can't love without a thought. Hallelujah. So, what are we saying? Once you have been able to identify the thought, you now identify scriptures. That's why you need to read your Bible. Because your Bible is God's thoughts in writing. Okay? The more you read your Bible, the more you saturate your mind with the word of God, the more you have the weaponry to deal with every satanic assault over your mind. But without the word of God, you are at the mercy of the enemy. And you don't want to be at his mercy because he doesn't have any mercy. So, you, 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 you identify the scripture. Now, you take the scripture and you need to now confront that thought. Okay? Confront that thought. But you confront it with the word of God. It's like when Satan came to Jesus and said, if you are the son of God, turn these stones to bread. You know you are hungry, right? You can, you can feel it. It's been 14 days now. You haven't eaten. And you need food. And you know you have power now that you fasted. With all this power, you can actually make food. You can transform this stone to bread. So do it if you are the son of God. Jesus countered that with the thought of God. He says, it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Hallelujah. The Bible says, submit yourselves in James chapter, I think, 5 or 4, where it says, submit yourselves unto God. Resist the devil and he will flee. So you must resist you must learn to resist thought. Resist the assaults of the enemy. The thoughts that he throws against you. Because those thoughts are fortresses that he uses to limit your progress. To limit your progress. Maybe you've gone through some challenges. You've gone through certain things. He can now take advantage of those things to introduce a new line of thinking into your life. To take your mind to another direction. He can take you out of church with a thought. He can take you out of a marriage with a thought. He can take you out of the house with a thought. He can take you out of the faith with a thought. 
has happened to many people. In fact, he can take you out of this world with a thought. Starts with a thought. Let's look at the scripture in the book of James. James chapter 1. My Lord and my God. After today, you will not joke with your thoughts. You will, you will be watchful of what you allow to settle in your mind. You will not allow society to determine what you think. Hmm? What did I say? James chapter 1. Okay. James chapter 1. He says, uh, verse 13. He says, let no man say when he's tempted, I'm tempted by God. For God cannot tempt anyone by evil. Nor does he himself tempt anyone. So when you are tempted, he says, don't say it's God. Why, is it, why are these thoughts coming to my mind now? God, what are you doing? What are you trying to do? No, it's not God. It's an assault. Amen? Then look at what it says. Verse 14. It says, but each one is what? Tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Each one is tempted when he is that means he was somewhere before. Okay? So those assaults of the enemy are meant to draw you away. He is drawn away by his what? Own desires and enticed. So what happens is that those thoughts try to identify. He, they are tailor-made. Okay, the, 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 the missiles that the enemy sends in the form of thoughts, the, he takes time to study you. He has a very intelligent network. All right, they assess you and they know your likes and dislikes. Okay, they know your, 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 your preferences. So they will tailor make those thoughts according to what you already desire. Are you getting my point? Yeah. So, it, the, the, it, it comes like that. Otherwise, it won't be a temptation. There are some things you tell me now. It's not a temptation. Hmm? Let me give you an example. You, you bring cocaine and you say, just sniff this. That's not a temptation. To me, it's not a temptation. Why? I don't have any desire. Okay, I don't have any desire inside me. So that will not appeal to me. Are you getting my point? So if he's going to send those thoughts, he looks, at, he looks inside and he sees, what are you likely to fellowship with? You see, what kind of thought are you likely to spend the night with? That's what he will send. Okay? Okay, so he's, by his desires, is enticed. Let's go on quickly, quickly. Come on. Yeah. 
Then, when desire has conceived, so, you see, once you take it in, there's conception. That's what I was saying earlier. Okay? It, it now, you, you, you're not pregnant. So you are seeing some people walking, but you don't know there's murder they're carrying. Yeah, they're carrying murder. The baby is murder. But it started with the thought. They're carrying murder inside. So if they took, this one is going, this is a terrorist. You don't even know. This is a terrorist. But it started with a thought. Are you getting my point? Yeah. So, when desire has conceived, it does what? It gives birth. The baby is sin. But it all starts with a thought. You, you, you can see the same principle if you tie it to Genesis chapter 3. When Satan came to Eve, he introduced a new thought. Did God say? Why did he come to her? And why did he start with that? He had studied for some time. Intelligence. Okay? It gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, huh? when sin is matured, it brings forth death. So sin is the baby. Death is the <laughs> adult. Yeah. So that's what happens. And that's why you need to watch what you think. Watch what you think about your brother. Watch what you think about your sister. Okay? Watch what you think about your husband. Watch what you think about your wife. Come on. Watch what you think about your friend. Watch what you think about your neighbor. Because you might be sleeping with the enemy. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Hallelujah. Our time is gone. Let's pray. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my Father. Thank you, Jesus. Minka sombro du kustaha. You are going to succeed. You must pay attention to your thought. If you are going to be victorious, you need to pay attention to what you think, what you accommodate in your mind. My Lord and my God, help us. I come against every thought. I take every thought captive. I take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.